are reading from Colossians. And we are going to read it together. May you be made strong with all the strength comes from his glorious power. And may you be prepared to endure everything with patience while jovially taking sense to the Father. Inheritance of the saints, light. He has rescued us from the powers of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Him things in heaven and on earth created, things visible and invisible, or thrones or dominions, or rulers or powers, all things has made created through him and in him. He himself is before all things, and in him all things all together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he might come to have first place in everything. For in him and the fullness of God. And through him, God has placed to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace through the blood of the cross. God, word of life, thanks be to God. You may be seated. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I would like to start with a few questions today. What are some of the things that reach down into your being and touch your soul and stir your emotions? What is it that gives wings to hope and excites your spirit? What is it that sets your heart racing? It looks like this is a time to share with you a secret. So you're gonna know a little bit more about me. Every four years, there is something that captures my full attention Every cell of my body is excited, and I don't want to lose any of the almost 30 days this go through. Do you have an idea what I am talking about? What? Exactly. <laughs> World Cup. That just started today in Qatar. Just a few minutes ago, the opening and already missed that. <laughs> and also the first game started just in a little bit. So my emotions are high as well, my excitement, my full attention is there. But today is Sunday, the most joyful hour of the week, and that is not negotiable. However, I must admit that World Cup trapped me for almost a full month every four years. But every now and then, 
more often than every four years, and thanks be to God for that, there is a passage of the Bible which grabs me in the same way. And the reading from Colossians today is one of those passages. Paul writes in defense of the faith. There were some who were teaching things that hid the theology of Paul and the early church, one of which said Jesus was not really the Son of God, but was just one of many prophets revealed by God. But as you read with me, Paul writes about Jesus. Doesn't that just set your blood racing? Doesn't that stir up your spirit? That passage is so spirit-filled. Paul tells us that the very one for whom and through whom all of creation was created came to walk among us. The one in whom all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, chose to live among us and revealed to us the unconditional love, the overwhelming grace, the immutable mercy, and the eternal forgiveness of God through Christ. No wonder we call him Lord of Lords and King of Kings, and celebrate days like today, Christ the King Sunday. This passage is given to us to remind us of God's love and to rekindle the fire of our hearts so that we can keep the fire burning. Today, we are reminded that through Christ the King, we are rescued, reconciled, and redeemed. Yes, Jesus has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son. You and I may not have a list of bad things we have done in the past. I think so. But we know that our lives have not always been what God would want them to be. And I don't have to go through the litany of things we have done wrong. We know what they are. And we know that because God's love and God's mercy in our lives, we have hope and we can live better lives. Through Christ our King, our sin has been blotted out by the blood and forgiveness of Christ who died in the cross for our salvation. I read a story that touched my heart. Several years ago, a small boy accidentally fell into an abandoned mine shaft. His playmate ran for help. Rescue workers moved in by the dozens. Heavy equipment was brought in and tons of dirt was moved. Finally, after two days and nights of digging, the rescue operation was completed. The little boy was rescued and appeared to be in excellent condition. He stayed in the hospital just for a short period of time. 
a couple of days later, he convinced his father to take him back to the place where the accident had happened. The little boy was shot. He saw a mountain of dirt that had been removed by all the heavy equipment. He looked up at his father and said, Daddy, do you mean they did all of that for me? His father had him tightly and with tears said, Yes, son, all this was done to save you. Brothers and sisters, that's what Christ and the cross mean to us. Jesus did all that for you and for me. Through his love, through the grace of God, we have been rescued. That's part of our inheritance, and all we have to do is claim it. God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior, had us to himself. He wraps his arms around us and makes us his own. And then we can claim our inheritance, for then we are reconciled with God. Because he loves us, he redeems us, because he could. On the face of Christ the King, we are called to acknowledge that Jesus is in fact our King. It is one thing to say that he is our King because the Son in church says so, or the pastor says so, or the Bible says so. But it is quite another for us to personally say that Jesus is our king. There comes a time when we must personally affirm what the church has always announced. Jesus is Lord and he is king. He is my king, he is your king, he is our king. He has authority in my life, in your life, in our lives. This must become more than just words pronounced by us. It must become a daily increasing reality in our life. As king, he takes care of us, but he also has the authority to command us. Do we allow Christ to command us, or we are more like the typical modern person who doesn't like to be told what to do? Again, consider this question. Is Jesus Christ your king? To refuse to answer is to answer. Maybe you have never felt your heart stirred before, but today I hope you have opened yourself to the church heart specialist, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the king. 
He willingly and knowingly gave his life on the cross for you and for me. You know why? Because his pure love for you and for me make that possible. It's not awesome? It's not awesome? And the people of God says, Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loves us so much. You love us every day. And Christ the King sacrificed himself for pure love for each of us. We thank you in his name. Amen.